What up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Search for Consciousness. I want to say hello. First and foremost, I am blessed. I'm feeling good. I hope you guys are doing well vibrationally, mentally, physically, financially, sexually, and every other E that we could think about. Now, hopefully you went back and listened to my brother, B. John, great meditation teacher all the way out in the West Coast, very wise young man. I learned a lot from him during our conversation. So I would like you guys to go back in space and time if you have not done so and listen to episode 11. In the background, you may be hearing some sirens, but that's just Brooklyn, baby. So on another note, we are now segueing into episode 12, and that one features my brother Tyler. So Tyler's going to jump in and talk to you guys about everything. And he's going to do his best to explain the puzzle pieces. And the reason I describe these things as puzzle pieces is because you have to understand that each lesson that the universe provides is meant to serve as the foundation for the next lesson. So it's funny, right? If you hear, hopefully you can hear because I got a better phone and I want you guys to hear everything. So right now I naturally just started pacing and that's just what I do, right? Because when I want to speak I also need to move. And I've noticed that that's the way I am the most effective. I just walk. So I wanted to just quickly jump in to say hello and to warn you that you may hear another voice in a few seconds. Sit down and listen intently to what he's trying to describe. And the reason I bring this up is because he's going to introduce to you a connection between, let's just call it... Not the synthetic mind, but the creative mind. Shout out to those of you that have listened to Think and Grow Rich. Now, I'm learning slowly that just because you think you know a lesson doesn't mean that it can't speed up for you, right? So if you've read Think and Grow Rich one time, cool. If you've read it three times, that's good. Because <laughs> on the third time, that's what led me to start this business, right? Mindful Wizard, because of the words and I like what Taylor says because he gets into this idea that he lost the gift, the gift being this pursuit of knowledge. And what got him to come back was the motivational videos. I also say that I'm going to be a motivational speaker and it looks like mindfulness is my path to get there. So I like how this is unfolding. I hope you guys learn a lot from this conversation and It'll be really cool. I can't tell you what to do, but it would be really cool if you can read Think and Grow Rich before or after or, or both listening to this episode, because then the hidden secrets of what he's talking about come to life. So the way I describe these things now is almost like those pop up books when you're a little kid and, you know, things pop up and then you flip a tab and under the pop up is something even deeper. Just continue to dig. And ask questions and ask the universe to provide clarity. And when it does, you'll understand that it's just preparing you for the next lesson and the next lesson and the next lesson. So knowledge is continuous. It's a spiral and it gets deeper every time. So I appreciate it because now we have another young man jumping in to describe his experience as he tries to digest the mental exercises and think and grow rich. Now I'm going to provide just yet one more gem for you wonderful people. Don't just stop at Think and Grow Rich. Get deeper. Get into As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Then dig deeper. 
get into dynamic thought and success. I don't know who wrote that. Just just dig deeper. And I promise you there's one more that I need to talk about. Get into the master key system written by Charles Hanel. Some of you might say, eh, I don't want to spend money on books. What I'm going to say to you is you sound fucking crazy. A lot of us will spend money on food, clothes, dates, entertainment. Fuck that. I get what you're saying, but right now, I'm not here to entertain you. I am here to enlighten you. And sometimes enlightenment may not be the most fun. But when you look back, you're going to be like, yo, I spent my years and my money on things that have made me happier and have unlocked many secrets. All right. On that note, I will stop introducing. Get ready. I hope you enjoy the conversation. I'll jump back in at the end because things always pop up throughout the week. And I'm just excited to introduce episode 12. Special shout out to my brother, Mr. MacArthur. Now stay tuned and enjoy. Holla. Hello, hello. Thank you, Stephen, for letting me take up some time and space on your Mindful Wizard podcast. I was wanting to talk about synchronizing and mirroring of the mind, along with Napoleon Hill and, the, and Freemasonry. And it's for, since about 10 years ago, or about 10 years ago, I encountered this energy, this conscientiousness for the first time. I was 20 years old, taking part-time core classes for an associates in arts degree of the two-year transfer, transfer program. That's the last semester I was attending, I was taking a history and philosophy, philosophy class when I perceived something I couldn't exactly put my finger on. I remember smoking a cigarette, checking my email, reading my daily Napoleon Hill thought for the day. Uh, it's an email subscription that the Napoleon Hill Foundation sends out every day. The daily soul food. I mean, I grew up in a small town just outside of Columbia, South Carolina. Our graduating class was about 300 people or less, though I didn't graduate high school. I got my GED when I was 16 in the Department of Juvenile Justice. I started working in, construct in the construction industry with my dad's small general contracting company in June of 2007, which would have been, my, which would have been the summer after my sophomore year. I was an athletic kid. I rode dirt bikes, played baseball and basketball consistently throughout my years since I was young. I lived on a little piece of family land. Next door was about 300 yards away was my granddad's miniature horse farm. He had farm animals for many decades, including peacocks, goats, and, and llamas. He was a AKC and CKC dog show and horse show judge. But during this time when I began to take note of the subtle details going on in my environment, I began to notice the wheel of archetypes and people and the instruments that I surrounded myself with. Anywhere from the noises, all noises of all the complexes, the small talk, the radio, the TV, the birds chirping, the water running. It was quite a revelation, rather chaotic and orderly all in one. This was in 2011 when these external connections began to relay in my mind. Searching and seeking the boundless ideas that I, that I found 
you know, that research and philo taking philosophy and history and psychology. It was it was quite an experience. You know, I I ended up becoming numb to it after my I let my ego and my actions get out of control. During this time, you know, I was asking my parents about history and about family history, what whatnot, and he gives me an old ledger, an old constitution, and an old Bible. And in these old books from the 1800s, there was a Mason uh, petition in it. So I ended up petitioning my lodge and going through the degrees to become a Freemason. It was a month later, so I ended up getting a DUI and this light turned off. I became numb. I had to change a lot of what I was doing. Granted, I was, you know, very untrained in this conscientiousness that was actually taking place. But I've been a baseball coach for about six years now. And three years ago, something happened at the at one of my practices I had Saturday morning when lightning and thunderstruck after the first pitch I threw. I probably should have canceled my practice that day, but I didn't want to. And uh, so I threw the first pitch of batting practice to the kid. He hits the ball, lightning strikes, thunder roars, and I go back home. And during this time, I'm on this motivational video kick, watching motivational videos, being in the, getting the spirit again. And an advertisement pops up and talks about all the digital marketing opportunity. And so I've, I found this copywriting course and I was introduced. To, uh, and during that same time, I learned about you know, cryptocurrency, blockchain, and every other rabbit hole that you can imagine. And so here I am now, what, 10 years later. And I, 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 I want to say I put, it all started with Napoleon Hill in a way. But in a way, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to put your finger on how exactly all this, uh, all these theories you know, pop up in your head. At some point, irony and coincidence take on a new meaning. It becomes objective. The reserved thought becomes real and concrete on a whole other dimension. You can't help but to imagine what would people like Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, and Carl Jung think of the instruments and tools that we now have access to. You find it only through creating a personal narrative and meaning that the collective meaning obtains any value to an individual. Went through experience and training of these principles found in Napoleon Hill's work and many others, do you grasp a, mean, a means to an end of what I like to call a dead language? This could also be called spirituality and reincarnation, or at least ideas that come from reincarnation. But you have to utilize this suspicious divine element in your mind when it's in sync to it. Once you see it, it's hard to unsee, it's hard to unsense. But anyway, my name is Taylor MacArthur. You can find me on Instagram, 
My handle name is Trademark357. I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Taylor MacArthur is my name. I appreciate it, Mindful Wizard audience. I hope you got some value. Have a good one. Earlier today, I was listening to The 50th Law by Robert Greene and 50 Cent. And it caught my attention. He, he was talking about Michelangelo, a famous artist, and something he had to do to confront a personal limitation. And what he did was he used the intense eye of the artist to make the work come to life, to make it pop, to make it slap, as they say now. Um, but when confronting this limitation, his idea was to copy his favorite masterpieces down to the smallest brushstroke. And he discovered that the effect he admired so much was embedded in certain details which made it come to life. Certain details that made it come to life. And it was the beginning of an apprenticeship that lasted a lifetime and changed his way of thinking forever. I remember he said he became fascinated with bone structures. But it's an uncanny you know, perspective or perception. Uncanny meaning strange or mysterious, especially in an unsettling way, strangely familiar. And, you, know, you become a mystery to yourself once you see this. You, you, know, you discover in the rabbit hole the archetypes that Carl Jung talks about and Jordan Peterson also talks about it. He talks about unconscious competence. And Carl Jung used to say that until you make the unconscious conscious, you'll be a slave or forever. You'll run around in circles. But to think of that and to be realistic and practical about it, it's, it's hard to do. And it's... It's a lifetime's work in a way, but yep. What up gorgeous people? This is the Mindful Wizard. I hope y'all having a blessed day. So I wanted to reflect on the piece that you heard by my brother Taylor MacArthur. Let me just take a second to shout you out. I appreciate you. You are all the way in the Carolinas and we still connected, so that's incredible. You know, I'm really excited about that, and um, thank you. Just thank you, brother, because I've been struggling now for, I want to say, upwards of 60 episodes to explain the interconnectivity of what the fuck I be talking about. And it's very hard to do because every experience builds on the next. I love your story, and for those of you that are listening to this podcast, I would love to add to what he said. I would love to put my own spin on it. So listening to Taylor, similar to myself, right? I was a young, shit, I'm still young, do you feel me? But, you know, I was an asshole. There's no other way to say it. And I'm not saying Taylor's an asshole, but I'm saying I was. And I would explore and I would get my hands into shit that I shouldn't have gotten into. So... 
or should I, right? Who knows? Because look where it's put me in. So these positions, these experiences, these challenges, these obstacles that we face, shout out to one of my first episodes, obstacles are stepping stones. That's what we're talking about. And if you let yourself be pushed in the direction that the universe is calling you in, then these skills start to happen. And I'm starting to realize based off the zero state awareness and just sitting in stillness that your powers start to come out of you. But remember this, right? The universe is real. It is very intelligent. It is definitive. And it is a master of mathematics. The reason I'm bringing this up is because that's how the universe talks in frequencies, in music and sounds and vibrations my voice is a vibration taylor's voice is a vibration we connected off of nfts right i hope i'm pronouncing this right non-fungible tokens so why we connected besides just the search for knowledge is that we're both going down to use his own language this rabbit hole and everybody goes down the rabbit hole but everybody gets introduced to it differently But the amazing thing is that he says he had a gift. He made some bad decisions. He lost his gift for a little bit, but then he came back that much stronger, right? Like the phoenix, you rise above from the ashes. So I have my own experiences with Freemasonry, and I think this would be a good time to tap into it. I've been accused of being a Mason. And for those of you that don't know what a Freemason is, it is this understanding that a group of men and women specifically men because women are known as the eastern stars so if you're mason and you're listening to this i will do my best not to give away all your secrets but long story short shit maybe i'll tell you guys all of the secrets but for what i do know is that there's levels to this literally and their top level is level 33 so in order to to gain these levels of awareness you're questioned you're challenged you go through mock trials if you will and it's funny because the freemasons now that i'm thinking about it as i'm talking to you guys on this podcast they also emulate life because life is a challenge once you pass the test right in theory you got the credit you move on to your next lesson but what people don't understand is that they're getting so wrapped up in the lessons right they're getting so wrapped up in the challenges that they don't see the interconnectivity of everything This is where Zen comes in. Because without the balance of this information, I would have gone fucking crazy. Now listen to me carefully. Let's go back to Taylor. There was a moment, if you listen carefully, he was saying, because I I listened to it like three times. All the audio, I make sure I listen to it multiple times. Because there's so many things that we miss throughout the day. Especially if we're focused on our boyfriends our girlfriends our whatever the fuck that's why i spend so much time preparing the podcast because i know what vibrations will do at the right time all right back to business so taylor describes this feeling of just like being overwhelmed by the awareness of everything because once you recognize that everything is connected even the music that just passed by me has a message and the question is are you going to tune in or are you going to block out the messages? The, the more you continue to block them, the more severe they get, the more in your face they get. So what I'm suggesting that you guys do, if you're resonating with these messages, is for a reason. You're being called to do something. So step up to the calling. 
Now, am I going to say it's going to be easy? Hell no. Because like I told you, and like Taylor told you, each challenge unlocks a new dimension of you. But if you take it in stride and you say thank you, often these gifts get stronger. And that actually segues into another point that I want to talk about. A lot of us say that we want to be blank or we want to be successful or whatever it is. But then when we're doing the things that we set out to accomplish and someone compliments us, the majority of us minimize our own success. I'll give you an example. Somebody comes up to me and says, yo, bro, I love what you're doing on the podcast. I'll come out and be like, thank you, brother, but we haven't gotten 100,000 listens yet, right? Or we haven't got into the ears of Eckhart Tolle. And who the fuck am I to minimize the work of the mindful wizard in comparison to Eckhart Tolle? Eckhart Tolle is in his own world, same way Napoleon Hill operates on his own frequency, the same way Taylor operates on his own frequency, the, way, the same way Stephen Rivera, the voice that you're currently listening to, operates on his own frequency. You guys are tuning in at your own level of consciousness. But at the deepest levels, when you sit in meditation, when you really work on these mental sciences, because this shit is a science, dude, and it fucking sounds funny, and astrology sounds funny, until you really sit there and see how interconnected this all is, right? Every sound, every thought, every idea is tap inable. You can literally tap into people. It goes back to the story, shout out to my brother out in... California, right? My brother, The Guardian. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to Infinite Energy. I literally thought about getting some podcast opportunities. Two or three days later, these shits just arrived. Shout out to my brother, King Mexico. He's going to throw me on his podcast on, on all days. You ready for this one? On 420, on fucking National Pothead Day, I'll be speaking to King Mexico. So I hope interesting things come up. Please tune in. I'll give you the link to that. All right, guys. So I'm just happy. Because I rant all the time and I just thought that maybe I wasn't explaining this stuff right. But there is no right. There is no definitive way to do it. But what I like about Taylor is that he's doing his best to explain the connections between frequency and accessing this information. So what he said is that he got into this through either cryptocurrency or the studies of Think and Grow Rich, which is Napoleon Hill's work. Similar to myself, I got obsessed with the mental sciences. Like I'm telling you, I became like a fucking fanatic. And that's why I was able to talk about mindfulness so often, right? Because it is all interconnected. So like, I'll give you an example. If you want to use the law of attraction, you have to be mindful because if not, your mind is always creating. So if you don't go, let's go back to what I said about recognizing your talents. If you don't recognize your talents, why the fuck would the law of attraction continue to produce more blessings for you? If you're not grateful with your skill set, then why the fuck would it help you enhance it? If you don't recognize other people's greatness, why the fuck would anyone worship or, or, or understand what you do, right? And, and you want people to recognize you, but you can't recognize other people. So I'm not saying this to anyone directly, but if you're finding yourself unsuccessful oftentimes the roots are in our thinking and it's very hard to say that to people it's very hard for people to hear that and not say yo fuck you wizard you're offending me and my intentions are not to offend my intentions are to teach but once you know that the things that you teach are real then you don't fear the reaction from people that are not ready to hear what they have to hear so on that note i am here to awaken you I have a lot of good friends that are popping up doing their piece. 
Special shout out to my brother Taylor for his piece. And I'll continue to add to this, guys. What else is happening in the Mindful Wizard world? Let me take a break. I haven't really spoken to you guys for this amount of time. I've been, uh, you know, we've been booking guests, which has been cool. And then one really cool thing happened a couple days ago. So if you haven't seen the proof of this, the show Ancient Aliens, right? There's the guy with the crazy hair. Everybody knows him. That's uh, Giorgio Sukalos. So I'll get him on the podcast too. But my brother, the second in command, David Childress, shout out to you, my brother, and all your awesome books on Ancient Aliens. I hope you're listening to me right now. But David Childress shouted us out. And uh, he said anchor.fm slash mindful wizard. So it was like, oh, shit, these are the people that I'm looking up to. And now they're slowly understanding who I am. So I'm going to put this in the universe, speak it into existence. And I believe that it will happen one day soon. I would like to be on Ancient Aliens talking about whatever the fuck I rant about. Guys, on that note, I love you. Help me. Send me some positive intentions. Send me some prayers and some love. It always rebounds. Shout out to Taylor again. I'll keep adding to this podcast. For this week, we're going to focus on Freemasonry and the interconnectivity of everything. On another note, before I go back to work, I want to talk to you about something called interbeing. Right? I've talked about this in the podcast before, but interbeing real quick is this state of existence where everything is, better yet, where, where nothing is stable. So in that state, because nothing is stable, you can create anything in theory, right? Think about that shit. Nothing is guaranteed. Doesn't mean you're going to get home today, right? Nothing is guaranteed. Listen to what I'm saying. So if that's the case, then use energy to create because energy creates. All right. On that note, I'm out. I love you guys. I'll continue to drop any gems that I can and that I find. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I hope you enjoy what we say out here. Just continue to support, man, because this is going to go big, and and I'm just excited. So thank you for being along for the ride. I love you all. Shout out to our sponsors and our donors. I'll check in soon, and may God continue to bless you. Holla. What up, what up, what up? The Mindful Wizard is back. I think I want to wrap up episode 12 with some ideas. Let me just apologize, because I know this episode seemed a little scattered, but scattered is just what I do. I like to create some level of consistency in the chaos. And look, man, once you start getting deeper and deeper into this spiritual rabbit hole, to shout out my brother, Taylor, to use his own words, this rabbit hole is deep. And it's very hard to put your finger on it. So what I like to do is basically entertain a whole bunch of different realities. And then I come together to try to put this episode together. Now, that being said, that's why it's going to continue to sound crazy. And y'all have been listening to me now for at least 60 episodes. So you know how I am. Listen, I did my best not to curse. I'm going to take a second to shout out my client, Ezzy. She says I curse too much. But on that note, fuck everybody. I'm just joking, Ezzy. I love you. I just want to bother you. All right, guys. Now, listen, on that note. Let me jump in and wrap this up. I've said this before, but I think this is a good way to terminate this episode. What I want to talk to you guys about is vertical versus horizontal growth. Become cognizant of your growth horizontally. For those of you that have not heard me talk about this concept, what I want to say is this. Horizontal growth is reflected in materialistic gains, money, career, sex, whatever you want to call it. Whereas vertical growth is reflected in how you move. So vertical growth is more like you become humble. So horizontally, you make 10000 extra at work. Vertically, you give 10% of that to an organization that you love. Or, I don't know, you donate an hour of your time. So 
I'll give you another example. And this will go towards where I want to finalize and conclude this episode. But be willing to understand your time and your value. Once you understand your time and your value, you start to say no to bullshit. And eventually bullshit knows that it cannot approach you. It'll try. But because you're vibrating high, the bullshit's going to say, nah, this person doesn't exist in, in fake shit. And, and as a result of that, people that vibrate on real shit see you. Now, let me take a second to shout out Sifu Dre. A Sifu is like a sensei. And this man that I'm talking to you about, and if you don't know what a sensei is, is a martial arts instructor. Now, mind you, I've been doing Tai Chi for one fucking year straight. Every day since the pandemic started, right? Every day, Monday through Friday. I guess not every day, but Monday through Friday since the pandemic started. Now, this is at least a year training in this space and in this energy and this physical plane. So my brother reaches out to me. I met him at jail. Not that I was locked up, but I met him working in jail when I was a teacher. And he always had an influence on me because of the way he moved. He was one of the smallest guys there. And when I see, when I mean small, he was 5'7". The, some of the CEOs were like 6'5". But this guy had such a level of control with the students that I knew it was bigger than his physical stature. So I became almost like, a, he was like a role model to me. And he reached out to me yesterday and said, brother, I've been watching you. And that's an honor, right? Because this is an Olympic winning Tai Chi practitioner, not to mention a Tai Chi teacher. So he reaches out and he's like, yo, I love what you're doing with Mindful Wizard. I want to help you. I want to tweak some of your moves. So let's take a pause because you're probably thinking, what does this have to do with vertical and or horizontal alignment? At the vertical level, spiritually, I'm very grateful for his assistance. At the horizontal level, I could be here saying, oh, nah, fuck that. I already did Tai Chi for a year. What do I need you? That's ego. I need him. Why don't I need him? Because he's a master. Why wouldn't I want to learn from the master? So what I'm saying to you guys is when a master presents themselves, recognize them and let them teach you. Don't become so ego-driven that you won't even receive a message that the universe is sending in the form of this Sifu. Now, I'm telling you right now, I'm actually going to have a conversation with him in five hours. And I know for a fact it's going to influence me because he already changed my life when I was 23. So imagine what he's going to teach me now that I'm 31. So I'll keep you guys posted. The minute I learn anything, I will always share it on one platform or another. If you guys don't have social media, please take out a second to call your cousin that does and have them follow Mindful Wizard. I just want to grow this page. Let me take another second to shout out my brother, Taylor. MacArthur, I love you. I appreciate you for your Freemason piece and for your entire piece on just understanding frequencies. That was dope. I'm going to continue to build on it. And if you guys like this Freemason conspiracy-based, uh, whatever you want to call it, study, let me know and I'll drop some more information about that. On that note, episodes dropping every Sunday at 4. The weather's getting nicer in New York, so don't do anything stupid. Don't get any open container tickets. And if you do, if you're in jail, just take somebody, take a few seconds to recruit somebody and let them listen to the Mindful Wizard podcast. Guys, I love you. On that note, stay out of trouble. Always, uh, you know, just just be nice, you know, be good people and do the right thing and good things will come. Your help will come. I love you guys. On that note, I'll pray for you and I will see you next week in the auditory world. Holla, yo.